Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to your God's Love Podcast. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I have Dwayne Langham here, and he is a masculine archetype, masculinity archetype. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, definitely. I'm so excited to have you on the show. We met through mutual friends, really great friend of ours. So tell everybody, what are you doing? Uh, what am I doing? I'm helping develop the mature masculine for the modern world. And so that's not so otherworldly. What does that all make sense? Basically, I help men actually design and craft how they want to express themselves in this modern world, how they want to show up as men and not from a good, bad, right or wrong, just giving them a space for conversation and distinctions for them to actually decide for themselves and learn how to express their masculine, lead with it, helping what I see that to be the effect of the world, the bigger picture, because divine masculine and feminine energy is what we all have. So I start and work specifically with men, and it is a, a trinkle effect, a ripple effect to all, because as men get in touch with their divine masculine and feminine, leaves balance for women to get in with their masculine and feminine children, families, communities, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of words there, but that is the building up that I do as a masculinity architect. Mm, yes, I love that. And then go in that though, in the sense of masculine energy within yourself and with what? The planet, other people? Absolutely, absolutely. Every Everything is energy. So understanding that, that that's the first picture within self, right? So when you find where you're expressing your masculine, distinguishing your masculine, where you're expressing your feminine, distinguishing what your feminine is, uh, then how you relate to others, how you understand others, it gives you more of a, a filter, more of a, yeah, really just context, a framework to understand society, humanity, you touched on the planet, absolutely, energetically as well. We are living here on the planet and we're seeing the impact of being, the quality of life that's happening from the way that we are physically altering the masculine is the assertion the action the empire the acquisition well the thinking of how does that impact us how does that impact our planet how does food impact our bodies how does uh landscaping geography uh construction human society waste affect uh, literally our environment um so yeah that it's all energy masculine and feminine in some way shape or form you know inside of universal laws mm, yes and then go into like, why does this even matter? Because I know a lot of people in our space talk about masculine, feminine energy dynamics. I talk about this too, but why should we care? Well, the thing is, it's one of those things that, you know, I left off with universal law, whether you understand it or not, it's always working. So in that context, it can either be a tool or it could be a terror, you know, something that's, why is this happening in my life? Why is my life like this? But if you have the filter, the context, the frame of view, you can then be empowered. Then you turn that terror of, I don't know what's going on to a tool of, I can recognize, oh, I'm bringing my masculine energy here. I'm doing something or I need to be feeling, connecting, being something in my feminine, or I'm not paying attention to my feminine. I'm uh, burning at both ends. I'm going in one gear. I'm burning myself out. I'm about to have a mental breakdown, so on and so forth. My relationships are falling apart, et cetera. It matters because every aspect of your life is happening inside of these energies. And if you don't bother to understand how they work in your life, you can't really have your life work or it makes it a lot harder. I'll put it that way. Ooh. Okay. Go into this. Cause I do think, okay. So you're saying in terms of the fact that people suppressing their emotions, people ignoring maybe their intuition. 
Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We'll go from relationship to relationship, wondering why it's not working out. We're the common factor. Life is happening. That's really perfect. Life is happening through us and for us. So if you're having a problem with your finances, you're having a problem with your relationship, you're having a problem with your health, whatever aspect of life, if you can find balance inside of your masculine and feminine energy, it's going to optimize those results. Because energetically, life, everything is energy. Energetically is what's there first. The manifestation is the last thing to happen. That's why even in energy, the masculine energy, this physical is the much less power than powerful compared to the feminine energy, which especially in a patriarchal society is not uh, underlined or, or focused on at all. That's the whole bigger picture of balance. Um, but absolutely, if you get the energy right, then because right, the energy is the polarity, is the attraction. So within yourself, it balances out for you to be more optimal. You'll align with the things that you want out there in life into manifestation. If you want peace, if you want abundance, if you want love, you have to align with that. You can't go around with a, a, a poverty-minded conscious. You can't be uh, hurtful in the heart and expect to bring love in. You know, these opposites, you have to align first. So when you have the energy in alignment, that's why it's important because that's going to attract. It makes you more op optimized, if you will. It makes things easier. You know, life is about dropping the resistance, and that's when you bring in the polarity, attraction, universal laws, and bring these things into your life much faster, quicker, I mean. Okay, so how would you suggest people, okay, first, how does someone balance the energy within themselves? I would love to know your take on this. Mm. Okay, so the first thing you have to do with that is actually distinguishing the energy itself, because in order for you to balance, you have to know what's missing in order to put it in, right? So if you can distinguish where in your life, say, your masculine is leading, where in your life you've been busy up to something, putting in energy or the lack thereof, and on the opposite, where in your life have you been in your feminine energy? When, where have you not been connected to yourself, right? Your question was, how do you balance within yourself? So where in your life have you been doing or where in your life have you been being? Where have you not been doing? where have you not been being? If your connections aren't growing, if your relationships are falling apart, you have not been being connected with other people. You have not been being connected to yourself, your literal well-being. I'm uh, not giving myself sleep, and so I'm dehydrated. I, I, my focus is not there. You're not being in connection with yourself. You can bring balance to that. You're not having success, results, progress. You're not losing weight. You're not, uh, you know, other things that if you're not getting enough water, if you are dehydrated, your skin starts to get flaky, your lips are peeling. Those are things where you need to start doing, drinking water. You need to start exercising, working your heart. Uh, if you have dreams, goals, it's time to start taking action one step at a time to have something actually come into existence. And so balance inside of that, you first have to distinguish, well, where it, what is masculine energy? What is feminine energy look like? Where am I inside of that? Where am I lacking inside of that? And that's where, you know, just like any other scale, increasing or decreasing from there, it's easy, you know? Mm, okay. And then how does this relate to, because we talked about this before we started recording, in terms of safety, mm. that's something a lot of women struggle with in terms of feeling safe emotionally with their partners. And even I would obviously... Um, add safety sexually. So this is really good because this points to the value, ease, and power of feminine. This is going to be an empowering concept, especially speaking to women. 
embracing your feminine is the power inside of itself that comes first and foremost with you, listening to your feminine. So you're speaking to how do we know when it's safe? So first, right, even goes back to our first question, how do you have balance? You have to, as a woman, have balance of your masculine boundaries. I will accept this behavior. I will accept this treatment. I will be respected. You have that boundary and then everything can align inside of that. So then accepting that you've got that boundary maintained when the man or masculine energy shows up in your space provides containment. And that's where that opportunity of these are the standards I have. This is how I want to be treated. This is how I want to be respected. When masculine shows up providing that energy, there's feminine, I love it, it's the distinction, feminine exhale. Feminine gets to relax. There's nothing to worry about. That's that safety and security that you're talking about. You know that you're seen, you know that you're heard, you know that you're valued, you know that you're respected. Masculine can provide that and acknowledge and nurture what feminine is looking for inside of that. So the power flipping back to what can feminine do? Feminine doesn't have any work in this dance. That's not what feminine does. Masculine is the doing. Feminine has nothing to do. And that takes a mature masculine to realize and step into. There's not a context where mature masculine points finger of blame because masculine is the lead. Feminine follows. If any symptoms, actions, behaviors, whatever, transgressions, incidences come up, the responsibility comes with the lead. Inside that, what you're saying, safety, containment, inside of the containment, masculine has already stepped forward to say, this is how we will communicate. This is how we'll love each other. This is how we'll partner. This is how we'll respect each other. So when things outside of that show up, that's the initial safety for feminine to follow. This is his way of life. This is how he is leading. This is what I can follow. That's that choice. When you are following, you're giving your feminine power, your choice that I align and follow you. I value your values, your beliefs. I'm gonna get on board on your team. Let's build life, whatever it looks like. Friendship, partnership, business, relationship, all of it. And when you don't give that choice, so you have to be responsible for self. If your self boundaries have you, you can't say you have a boundary of being respected, being treated a certain way. If you're in a relationship where you're not getting that and you don't stand up for yourself to walk out, your boundaries aren't in place for that. When you give that choice, when you give that vote, just like they say at the uh, grocery store, if we want the better foods, invest your dollar, invest your money, put your vote towards that. Give that vote to the man, the masculine. Here's the kicker, the lesson inside of it. Remember I said mature masculine, that's balance and experience, knowing how to lead. You don't train or teach a boy into a man. You don't mature masculine. Mature masculine has to show up. Mature masculine has to be stimulated. So this is why the feminine has no job, no work. The feminine is what is life. Your only job is to be, to communicate, this is not working for me that this shows up like this. This is not working for me that you're showing up like this. I need this in my needs. Now, there's maturity and understanding and listening. It's a dual-sided mutual reciprocity conversation. And someone's got to put on the emotions, the feminine partner. Somebody's got to lead the masculine partner. As long as that dance is maintained, there's containment, there's safety, things can work. When the feminine can just be and express our lifestyle, if we're going to have a family, if we're going to communicate, if et cetera, et cetera, whatever the needs are of that feminine, that is the catalyst for the masculine. Mature masculine has the choice, okay, how big is my containment? A boy, an immature masculine will point the finger, will blame, will fight, will not be able to be with the emotion. 
being with that feminine, the litmus of life, what is life answering the question? This is what is needed. This is where we are. This is how it's got this big empire and we're starving and we're sick or nobody's connected or I never see you or the kids are missing you, et cetera, et cetera. Masculine has the choice to answer the question, who am I? Mature masculine hears that. We talked about walk away wife syndrome. When given the opportunity, mature masculine that values that feminine will get the choice, will get the vote. Oh, you're out. Oh, this doesn't work. Oh, I'm not good enough. Now, not in a degrading, not in an emasculating. Here's the mature feminine. There's the <laughs> you never, you always, this isn't showing up. You, you're not going to, there's the emasculating, the, that world of mature feminine. I love it when you make me feel this way. I love when you think about me. Oh, it's so amazing. I admire you so much. We, the muse, the, the, the crown is on the head. The feminine turns the neck. Like it's the delicacy and maturity of handling that, but that's why there's no work. That's the power of feminine energy. It's in the being that gets things done. That's the partnership of the dance. Mature masculine, oh, you need me to do this. You want me to do this. You see me. I'm big. I'm just, I, I, I have use. I have value. Who am I? In my world, feminine is treated in this way. In my world, feminine is respected. In my world, feminine is valued. You need this. I have the opportunity to step up with healthy communication, with healthy dynamics of this dance. So that, that's the world of that safety. And, and uh, the biggest thing uh, I would say to underline is in that whole dance I described there, there is no job, there is no work for the feminine. Knowing your power is where you embrace your feminine, where you really access the power of the feminine, I assert. Because inside of that, you recognize if what you're needing is not there, if you've communicated it, in the healthy, mature way, your work is done, move on. Inside of your boundaries, you're wasting your time. That's the most empowering thing I can give you. And see behind that, either a little boy or immature masculine grows up or not for you, it doesn't matter. Like that, that's really where your self-value, self-worth as the feminine, as a woman has to be, is knowing that if that's not the masculine that steps up for you, if you go back, see that does the reverse. Why are women not, satisfied or pleased or ending up uh, running a relationship or dealing with beta characteristics and personality is because it's enabled. If that catalyst doesn't stimulate mature masculine to show up and lead, bounce, be done. Because there's a choice in that. I need life to look like this. Oh, you hurt my feelings. Oh, you mean I'm not good enough. So whatever shows up in the space of, or you know what? All right, thank you. I can take that on. Let me see what I can do. Let's communicate. There's an any up. There's a mature masculine. I want to be your lead. I want your partnership. I want you to follow. Because here's the bigger picture. That boy, that immature masculine, never has the opportunity to grow if you never say it. If feminine doesn't express it. And here's the, the bigger to that. That's where you've got to choose that right lead. Because if that containment's not there for you to feel safe, for you to express, for you to not a demand, but say what your needs are and does this work and can we create this in partnership and balance and in the dance, if that space is not there, it will never be there. You at that point have stepped into the masculine and then will have that compartmentalized, smaller masculine energy there or man, partner, whatever the case, because the masculine wouldn't be showing up. Soon you lose polarity. Soon there's no attraction, no chemistry. The relationship will be what it is. Wow. Woo, y'all. Okay. Well, you just said, okay, so I love how, 
you know, sexual polarity is so important. I love what you just said because so many people struggle with that. And I also think the point about, you know, you always do this, you do that and reframing it to this is what I love. I, I liked how you did that. But I also think it goes back to a lot of women do mother their partners because maybe their moms did that. So it's that cycle of that. Mm, absolutely. It's uh, so you asked to my work when I say uh, developing the true masculine for the modern world. The same, it's funny, the same answers I'm giving you for the individual is what I'm looking to impact on the societal level because that is the conversation. This is a generational misbalance right? Or if ever for humanity, we've never in a modern world had mature masculine, mature feminine, divine energy at an understanding at a societal level. So you're absolutely right. Our fathers, 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 wherever the masculine, healthy, mature, because we've had the what's going on with equality, we've had uh, women's rights, everything that's in those other conversations, that's not specifically talking to divine masculine and feminine energy inside of all of us and distinguishing it, understanding it, and bringing balance to that. Because the rights, the power, because as big as society, when I said it earlier, patriarchal. We are a patriarchal society, which is where the equality is coming in. Inside of that patriarchy, it's still immature, masculine grounded. So what that means is the toxic environment we've experienced, there's no real room for healthy, mature, masculine development. What that shows up like, is these men who may show up as boys don't have the opportunity, space, training, distinction to actually be the men to show up. I mentioned earlier walk away wife syndrome. It's when it's too late, when the partnered feminine has held it all in, dealt with it, took it on, or been the lead where the lead's not showing up until it's finally over and ready for something. That's when the men get to wake up. That's that catalyst because now it's go back to life. Now it's start over. The ones that don't check out and take on life, now they get it. The missing is what was the practice round? It had to be life. It had to be wife. It had to be marriage. It had to be relationships. Time wasted. Everyone impacted by this. It's an imbalance at a societal level. There's much bigger conversations. We're just taking one symptom at a time, looking at the root cause balance of these two energies this is why it's important to your question earlier mm. no and i think that um it is so so important because i was just thinking about the fact that like i i told you the story about the woman who emasculated her partner and like the way she did it at lunch it was just so uncomfortable and awkward and so yeah. i think in terms of the people listening how do you help men you embody that leader archetype, the warrior, the healthy masculine, because I know that's what the world needs. Absolutely. It's really perfect because everything that you spoke to, there's truth and discernment. You said um, warrior and there was something else before it. The healthy masculine where you ended is the opportunity where men can step up and develop. Even that warrior context, while not harmful in its essence, right? has to be really distinguished because there is a big bad protector warrior will do everything right and there is a, a, a james bond complex and there's a how do you become a warrior in society in modern times how do you go from little boy what we're expecting we're, all men are born in the world as little boys and it's just whether or not they get to grow up how they grow up so on and so forth what i mean by that is the level of man doesn't mean because they're 18 21 30 or 50 that they are a mature, masculine, grounded man, ready to lead and do the conversations we're talking about. So showing up as a 
warrior may look like vulnerably sharing themselves in front of others. That is a challenge that requires courage and risk. In modern times, that is a warrior that doesn't exist. That's a dying breed. Now, the ready to buck heads, ready to get physical, ready to do all the things that don't really work for society anymore, that's still around. That's the machismo that's surviving. That's the toxic, immature masculine we're referring to. The actual mature masculine, how does a man go about that, is getting that masculine is an expression. It is an energy that says, who am I? So my masculine expression, my dad's masculine expression, the next man, the next man, and even to the women as well. Your masculine expression is just who you are, your individual doing out in the world. How a man can get in touch with that is actually owning who he is. Inside of that emasculating balance, something inside of him, the self-love, self-value, self-respect to, you're not going to talk to me that way. And see what screams in that example, there's no one wrong. These are all symptoms of a societal problem. The root cause, that masculine lead is missing. So for him to not stand up and have the boundary for himself, I will be treated with respect, means that his woman, his partner, his feminine does not have that protection of I will be respected in this way. So what they actually pointed out is that imbalance publicly, there's a feminine screaming for, look how, and I mean in no shameful or negative way, that result is from a feminine screaming, I want the protection, I want the lead, I want something healthy to follow. Basically, I don't want to be in my masculine. I want to, what did I say, feminine exhale, ah, relax. I have to be in charge. I have to lead it. I have to set a value that there's respect because you won't. And look at how, and look at how. And that's where we were talking to mature feminines. Wanting that exhale is where it's a dance. There's two ways about everything. There's what he can do and what she can do. Mature feminine, that's that emasculating, uh, tearing down where it could be the compliment. Just like we were talking about that, um, I love it when you, it could be the same thing publicly. The same way in private, scolding, lecturing would not do anything. And in public, it's even worse. In private, complimenting, appreciating, gratitude would be great. And in public, it's even better. It has the same effect. That exact same instance, she could publicly be appreciating something, the tiniest inkling of something. He said he wanted to take out the trash. He thinks about doing stuff like that at the house. Like that said publicly, with, oh yeah. You know? and, and see, that's, that, that's the dance of it all. You asked, how do men? Coming back to men do have to come with the courage. They do have to come with the lead of masculine energy meaning developing themselves, meaning being vulnerable. That's the part in that toxic environment they are challenged by, we men are challenged by, is to actually say, I don't know how to do this. I need help doing this. I'm not good at this, facing that. Imagine, how does a man step into being a man if he has to ask or express to someone, I might not be good in bed. I might not know how to talk to women. I might not know how to earn and provide for my family. I might not know how to deal with, communicate, and work through my emotions. How does a man... And where's the space for men to take those conversations? Mm. No, no blame. These are the symptoms to get to the root cause. It takes masculinity architect. I'm just studying and doing the work of what it takes for me to live my life. Nobody told me how to be married for 15 plus years. Nobody told me how to raise two daughters. Nobody told me how to find my sexuality. Nobody told me any of these conversations. So that's how men can start and get on that path. That's how society can listen for and balance. That's how the women, the feminine, can decide what's important for them. 
and be empowered to embrace their feminine, truly own and empower that intuition that feels when they be, what is off, and if it's not good for them, leave. And that's also to the same thing true if you want women's empowerment, truly understanding your feminine, if you are in a space and time in life and the who am I, you've got a vision, you've got a goal, you've got an empire, you've got what you want to build, embrace and love that. Distinguishing it will bring clarity. Distinguishing that you have a vision and dream and want to take off on that. So it's more likely that you're going to have a personality that plays more of a supporting role that allows the polarity for you to connect together. If you want to have a dream and be big and live in your masculine, to expect a super alpha masculine or like there's no polarity to that. That's a more of a partnership as far as alignment and what's going to be attractive polarity and build a life together. So for both parties, men and women, that's why I say distinguishing these energies, these principles and distinctions first, and then being able to apply them in your life is kind of the roadmap to making it all work because we're snipping off the, 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 the symptoms and the root cause balance to masculine and feminine energy is what we're really addressing. So there's a mm. couple of steps to get to the result. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of sexual issues, because you brought up this a little bit in terms of just men admitting, like, because I've had guys in the podcast that got into this work out of kind of like what you're doing I and mean, what I'm doing, right? Hey, mm-hmm. I didn't know. Let me study this, figure it out, and then help people. And so yep. what are the top sexual issues that you see and how can we help people with that? Mm. Oh, that's awesome. So I'd say what men are challenged by, I actually just uh, have a mastermind conversation for men we're talking about today and the topic being passion and sexual development, sexual performance has so many layers wrapped into it from, I mean, abuse as a child, uh, uh, losing their virginity, social pressure, uh, how they perform, how they please and satisfy, and how many ego identity conversations are wrapped up inside of that, seeking it as validation, being good enough to exist or be worthy, uh, measuring themselves, their performance, and the anxieties that are created. And specifically to it, sex is just the highest level of love exchange. Like it's the highest expression of love, attraction, desire for another human being and person. And when it's understood as an exchange and all this other stuff and junk is cleared out, the the invalidation, the insecurities, the, the it's all over here. That's why the conversations I have is purely, you know, whatever performance like feminine flows, your partner's over there and can be with the all of it. You gotta get any almost half of it is just you not being connected to another person in actual transparent honest authentic exchange if there's a means to an end just looking to get something battling opposition all these other things validation what it means about you so on and so forth it's just you and this is perfect that's where men are not in touch with their feminine if the object is just the sex if the connection, vulnerability, you know, if all that becomes battle, opposition, challenge, if there's not an actual uh, intentionality, there you will, purpose in why you're connecting and having sex, if that's not clear and in integrity, that's really at the key of it because that's showing up if you're not honestly saying, hey, what's up? I just want to have sex. If that's not how you're leading the interaction, if you can't be honest about, hey, I'm looking to connect and get to know people, I'm looking to date and have a partner in life, I'm look, this is me, and I, 
And I mean that with no judgment to the whole scale of it. I'm just having fun. I'm just living life. I'm looking for a future. I'm looking for, but owning that and expressing that because that creates the polarity. Grounded, masculine energy. Hey, this is who I am. If it works for you, great. If not, great. Go live your life. All love. So feminine can follow, attract. That's where the dance starts. To that uh, feminine, the challenge in sexual expression is embracing and owning. And this is going to be my perspective, owning that I have not lived life as a woman, cannot relate to those challenges. And from the complaints uh, or the work that I do with women, the challenge is them actually opening up. And with that goes back to our early conversation, the safety, who they've chosen to give that vote to, because that is the most important factor, who or what you are opening up to, especially because feminine energy receives the exchange in all of it. Um, the Tao of health, sex, and longevity, specifically inside of that study, the sexual expression of energy, there are things biologically that are just different. Men, the loss of semen, seed, their energy, their life energy pours out, they do not retain. The feminine energy receives, takes in. So literally, uh, if you understand the Tao and that, if we're, you know, everlasting energy, energizer bunny batteries, uh, you know, our life force energy as man, as masculine, every orgasm, every exchange of love, there's an energy we don't take back. That's where there's a difference in masturbation and actually having sex with a partner. Same thing for feminine to understand that you are taking in that masculine energy, opening up to receiving. That is important to have the utmost prestige. Just like you wash your clothes, you wouldn't go wash your clothes in the sewage water. So the same thing, you don't want to wash your energy. You don't want to exchange sexual energy with partners that are ready, not ready for that. So first feeling that feminine embrace, that feminine, sorry, uh, exhale, the release of, ah, this is good. There's nothing to worry about. There's no pressure. There's no expectation. That being paramount, not on the contents of abstinence or chastity or values or morality, just a context of your filter your, again, those boundaries for yourself, I will not accept less than. When that shows up, when there's masculine containment, when there's safety, when there's sexual acceptance, when everything's free and you can just be and have a partner and connect and exchange love, honestly, it should be natural. And that's where I say the owning of, you got it. Just like men, you got to get whatever's in the way. If a man's over here about this and insecurities and other conversations, same thing. If feminine is locked up, has not found the safety and containment inside of their partner, they're not with the right partner, they're doing it just for sex, they're doing it, whatever doesn't align with their values, whatever's important to them, I don't know what that is. But when they're not doing that same thing to truly open up, and I say that not even to be vulgar, even the the level of play, like how slip and slide, how really flowing the sexual energy is, comes from the safety, comes from the openness. And that's mental here before the body can follow. So energy alignment was talking about all that before. That's the open and owning. When they own this space, of, oh, no, this is value. Nobody dances and plays inside of this until it's what I need, what I want. And then with that partnership, with that safety, then being, because that's the only job being behind the lead of that partner and the rest should be a dance and play uh, that lets it all flow out. But I don't know if it's turned into sex education, but I hope that answers your question. You know, what I saw, the sexual conversation, the sexual world. Mm, no, 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 listen. Yes, you did. And I wrote down, I love how you said sexual development. I've never heard anybody say that. I love that phrasing. But I also think it's, um, I love the way you talked about in terms of just men owning, like part of them connecting their feminine is 
owning, hey, listen, man, no judgment. Any type of sexual relationship nowadays exists, right? From open relating, being celibate, uh, multiple partners, whatever you want, swingers, whatever, uh, monogamy. But it's communicating and being clear with yourself at which stage you're at and not leading the person on. I think that's so, so important. <laughs> yes, yes. And that is that, is that uh, sexual expression. So masculine is who am I? So it's no different when it comes to sexuality. If a man can't own that, that incongruency is why there's approach anxiety. That incongruency is why there's sexual performance. Like all the problems that are happening is from the ownership of that truest masculine expression. So if he can't lead with that, communicate with that, uh, express desire with that, and just own it, just own that it's there, there's so much pressure. We're having a conversation this morning. We said apologetically themselves. Do I say that? Do I express that? I can't do that. They're not going to. And that is that challenge because where do you take that on? Where do you gain the acuity to, like you said, sexually develop, socially develop, masculine develop? How and where do you get an opportunity to get any better at developing any of that? that, That's a challenge for men to own and put that out is how and where and why. Mm. Yeah, because I think that um, you make a good point. Like, I've never even, you know, I'm not a woman, so I don't approach. I mean, I'm not a man, so I don't approach anxiety is very interesting the way you phrase that, because I think that so what you're saying is is that when a guy is more centered and knows who he is, obviously he wouldn't have approach anxiety is what you're saying. Absolutely. Because he's grounded in who he is and just being life. In the men I work with, the masterminds, the men I teach, the clients I work with, we never talk strategy or game. There's no brag tag or any, there's there's none of that. It's who are you being? Like what is missing inside of just who you are as a man living life throughout the world? Because there's a bigger conversation that a human being on earth has anxiety about talking to another human being on earth. And it's so deep and yet so simple because something, you know, they say, posting on a pedestal. There's something of value, either he's taking away his value or giving too much value out there. But if he's able to own who he is, know what he wants, and be able to lead that in life, it communicates just as simple as, hey, how are you doing? I'm Dwayne. And being able to step to that baby step, that shaking a hand, the saying, I see something I like, I'm attracted to you, I am this sexual orientation, I'm going to express it, I'm going to so desire, I'm going to be attracted and go along with that. It's literally the opposite, approach anxiety. What do I say? Because I don't know that I'm good enough. Because I don't know that there's enough value over here. I'm sure you can get the sense from this conversation. We're just flowing and talking. But I know exactly who I am. I know exactly where I'm coming from because that's Dwayne. I'm able to express that. If a man doesn't have that grounded, if his masculine energy is not there, does not exist, whatever the case may be, there's anxiety for how do I get that girl? How do I, you know, so much pressure, validation. Those are the layers of conversation we're talking about that really men don't really have a place to take that on yet, unless they Mm. choose to or distinguish it or get a coach. Yes. And this is such an important conversation, y'all, because I think that, um, it's so funny. I'm sure the people listening have noticed like the pickup culture, the, you know, (laughs) that whole, I've seen a little bit of that on YouTube. And I do think that there's a while there where I thought maybe those guys are actually helping guys you know, get over anxiety, build confidence. But then I also think some of that is, is toxic in the sense of what you're saying, because it's, it's almost like getting their numbers in and all that, you know, it's not really, 
that it's really perfect, that's, um, that's how lost, that's the symptom against the root cause. That's how lost society is. Um, and that's not, you know, uh, doomsday news or anything. That's just a state of what's so. Meaning that enough people, men, have distinguished or discerned if we want success, success being sex, being the goal, if that's all it is, how do we get that? And that's the strategy. That's the game. Now, there's truth to that. However, it has to be discerned. No different than you wouldn't want children educated about sex off of pornography. That is a distilled, like, it's not the sexual expression, it's the physical, logical bodies interacting smelled. And that's fake, it's staged. The same thing is if they think a relationship, connection to feminine, inside themselves, emotion, what we were talking about is all off whack. Well, if, if I'm good enough, then I can get women, I can get sex, I can get play, how do I get play? They track that strategy. That doesn't speak to the fullness of if I'm a mature man, if I am in my masculine, if I am, masculine is the question, who am I? If I'm perfectly whole and complete, I can talk to that woman. I can attract that woman. I will naturally dance with. And the sense of abundance, it gets so deep so fast, but the principles at the surface are so simple. So meaning that culture is a bit divided where there's a school of thought that speaks to truth and it'll get to the deeper laws. There's the gimmicks of, there's what may hit the mainstream, pick up lines, pick up culture, game strategy, or can you believe guys are doing this? And that's what's at the surface. The deeper picture is what they are actually doing is developing themselves to become more valuable such that they have the skill set to get that they want. It's shallow AF and it's not the whole picture, but there's no morality. There's nothing wrong. It's society adapting. They're trying to survive which is why a lot of coaches in that arena speak to have your defenses up. They're coming for your money. They're coming for this. It gets into this whole battle thing. Remember everything I've talked about is a dance. When you understand the universal laws, that's the maturity of it. There's enough experience to understand there is such a bigger picture. Sex is a drop in the bucket coming out of scarcity. When you're in abundance, how you want the sex, when you want the sex, what it looks, sex is not even a conversation. Sex is a complication. How do I get sex out of the way so we can, have a family, do business. You get what I'm saying? Like it's so much deeper when men and women can relate and connect and expand beyond I'm not good enough to get sex or connect with women or be attractive. Like all these deeper root cause conversations that telling a person, be confident, act confident, say this, do that, these steps that are robotic, that is not instruct, that is not instruct Jim how to maturely, confidently, distinguishedly express Jim and Jeff to do the same and Bob to do the same and Ryan to do the same and Dwayne to do the same. That doesn't get articulated inside of this is how you get girls, this is how you get laid, this is game and strategy and what works. There's who are you being out in the world such that women, partnership, relationships, sex, whatever you're seeking, is an accessory to that, is a part of that. The life that you are leading accessorizes that and it all fits into play and balance. Women are not some challenge, they're not some trophy, they're not some acquisition, they are other human beings and we can choose to live life and create experiences with them and vice versa, the same. It's really just understanding this dance at play below and what you were talking about to that culture didn't doesn't go deep enough. It is adding value because men that are deprived trying to survive find some way out. It's better than nothing. However, the holistic picture, and I say that just responsibly, 
because a lot of schools of thought come to naturally understand, come to naturally evolve and grow. That's why the same shallow tactics do not work five, 10 years later, especially as aware as society is, it's almost a cult-like behavior underground to operate in that way. Mm -hmm. So that I feel, and being a man, being someone who's studied, who's uh, taught, uh, been inside the industry, the network, the work, I understand that it, it occurs, the light is now coming to that, that ease and maturity. And maybe that's just me growing up in the generation. I, I don't pay attention to all of the youth because I'm trying to get the, the what was missing, the real answers that make a difference that remove the need for that conversation. You don't need a Band-Aid if you know how to heal yourself. You mm. Yeah, that's so interesting. When I also think, have you heard of MGTOW? It's like men going their own way. Like, I also feel like that's yep. so extreme. It's like, well, you've given up. You don't want to do any personal development, work on yourselves. You think women are like the problem, and then you give up. It's really good that, that I've seen that as well. And again, same exact conversation. The ones surviving, okay, how do we get laid? We're going to need women in our life. This is how we're going to do it. How do we survive? How do we be men? Everyone's the enemy. Women are trying to take advantage of us. How do we do it? Because inside of that MGTOW, men going their own way, it first buys into a lead of, a narrative of needing to survive scarcity, a lack of power, uh, being targeted, being whatever, whatever, whatever. I hope that in what you hear me speak from, there, there's power behind it. Men going their own way is avoiding something. What did Mother Teresa say? I'll never be to an anti-war rally. Give me pro-peace. I'll be there first thing in the morning. Like it's an inclusive universe. You have to support what it is that you want. Men going their own way. I say that not, I want to be responsible in saying that I have not studied, participated in the movement and what I understand from what I have heard, the whole context, like you said, women being the opposition, someone being out to get them, being victimized, being scarcity, surviving some situation, mature masculine leads. If men are surviving in society, who the fuck is leading? Would be my mm. question and response. What are you, what could you be running from? If So who is in the lead? That's where I question anything, religion, philosophy, uh, any kind of belief, question it, counter it. If men need to go their own way, going their own way from what? Who is leading what? If women are out to get, what are women leading? What's their, you know, we all have to really grasp perspective on what we're participating in. It's a collective putting into together. So is, yeah, uh, before I could buy into those philosophies, I'd have to understand what's the belief on the philosophy overall, because it sounds like a victim to me. And the world that I'm out to create, the life I'm out to lead, how I help men, how I work with women, you know, it's all the big cohesive environment. So what is it that, um, I don't create anything in my space. I consider that miscreation, you know? What we think, our words, right? We create our world. Life happens through us and, fr and from us, for us. If we need to avoid something, if we need to go away from something, we've created it. That lead, responsibility, that's what it is. If you can't respond to the feminine, the women, feminine, the women that have showed up in your life, you avoid it, you check out. You run away. If you're creating, my future, my world has room for all. It is inclusive. We're already here. There's a dance. We need each other. There's balance to everything. I don't want to be around just men. I don't want to have just sex for feminine. 
it's an inclusive, all of it expansion. And I feel like the fullness of humanity, we need both sides of each. Mm. And I also think you keep going back to a really good point too about the whole scarcity dynamic of, you know, it's really interesting. I don't know if you've heard this. In Atlanta, they say there's more women than men. Have you heard that? Absolutely. Yes, but I also think that, okay, what? Maybe that is true, whatever. But my sister and I were just talking about that. I also think that feeds into scarcity, right? Oh no, there's not enough men, right? The men are, we're, we're all competing over the men, right? And I think that it's, anytime you play into that scarcity belief, it just doesn't work. Well, I would say to that, really good. Hmm. Oh, really good. Two things. So the first thought to that, I would think that when they say the scarcity is really a context of mature masculine, that is scarcely available because there's no direction. It's not being led for it. It's far and few between. Now, here's the second part I'll go back to. We touched on earlier, the power in feminine, there's alignment. You trust your intuition. When you embrace and flow in your feminine, polarity, energy attracts the masculine. You can be the 22nd out of one to 22, and the attraction will draw that in energetically to what you can't see, proximity to what you can't see, anything and everything. Whether you're at the Whole Foods or whether you're at the gym, whether you're at the library, like the masculine that's aligned, life happens through us and for us. When there's alignment, that dance, that balance, that energy, when all everything's out of the way, there's no resistance, it aligns. And so to that, I say again, own, embrace, empower your feminine to flow, and you will attract and flow right into the life of the masculine that you need. And there is no skip. There are 8 billion people on this planet, whatever the city, whatever the numbers, and especially in this day and age, there's no limitation to how we connect, where we connect, who we connect with, truly in reality. So I told you 15-year relationship, me and my wife are the OGs of online dating. We met on MySpace. I was in Texas and her profile while she moved to Texas was still registered in California that she moved from. We found each other. When you align, that, that's that. I told you there's laws, principles, energetically. It's things beyond the physical. So exactly to what you're talking. That belief, that alignment, that there is no scarcity, that the scarcity doesn't even matter. Again, just like I was saying, miscreation. I don't have scarcity in my mind. It's abundance. It's what you're creating, what you're buying into. So um, best thing I'd say and practical how you practice that, the alignment and the flow is the being with what's on that other end. Being with, you know, put yourself in the shoes of what is a day in the life with your ideal masculine partner? How would you feel? What would you experience? What would you see? What would you do? How would you laugh? What are the sounds? The more you can align with that, the more you can attract and flow into that space, the more that partner can cross your path, the more you'll attract them literally to you. Because think about that. How much better does that feel? What direction does that put you into polarity versus the opposite? There's scarcity, there's one to 20, it's not out there, it's hard to find. Okay, go live in that. Either way, you're right. Mm. Nothing to argue about. Woo, but really, but really, I love it. That is so true. And I also think it's, um, I love how you said that about MySpace because yeah, you never know, right? And I think that um, in terms of the belief, like what do you think, like are twin flames and soulmates real? I, I sometimes go up and down, we have multiple soulmates. What do you think? I would say it is real inside of the belief that it is real. Yeah, it gets, it gets into the ephemeral, like to really, so what's the meaning of life? 
you know, what do you say to God at the pearly gates? Like those questions that we can't, can we definitive come to the conclusion of? Sort to theorize, I always choose to create from myself. So if I, if I believe in it, I, I hear the truth in it. So yeah, it makes perfect sense to me. Is that oh what God, creates that it? funny? I think so. Okay, <laughs> great answer. <laughs> okay, so in terms of, I really enjoyed talking with you. I think everybody got a lot of value from our conversation. In terms of what do you want to leave everybody with? Some final takeaways? Mm. Uh, two things, balance and maturity. Understanding once you get these energies, bringing balance to self, bringing balance to relationships, balance to community, balance to the planet, and maturity. There's importance and value in experience and understanding, learning, developing, growing, sharing knowledge, uh, all of that. Uh, so yeah, that, that's the keys to all of it, balance and maturity. I love it. And I, I just love the concept of sexual development. That's a really powerful concept. So how can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Dwayne Langham. You can also go to the beyondempowerednetwork.com. Okay. I will write your links below. Thank you so much for joining us. Y'all be sure to like, share, subscribe to the podcast, and we will see you next week. Peace.